just say welcome. welcome welcome to casting light yeah and then you know whatever else what other didn't i just say that he was just doing that it just didn't sound right i don't know <laughs> welcome welcome uh <laughs> welcome <laughs> welcome to casting light a podcast uh put on by guiding light uh my name is daniel debbie i'm doug and uh, I hope you enjoy this, uh, I don't know, it's kind of like the dragster of ep- episodes, I would say. The dragster? Yeah. The roller coaster? In Cedar Point? Yeah. I feel like it's, it, it gets a slow start, but uh, we Is go straight up and then we go straight down. Just <laughs> <laughs> where we're at right now. Just where we're at right now. Uh, right. But I thank you guys. fence i want a dog two dogs a few cats some kids you know a well you a know well? yeah i don't know why but i feel like i want one doug so do you want a well i had a well growing up and yeah did, did, i like that i had that right really yeah. like an actual well or like it? or like i don't know why that's my immediate thought is you put things in there that you never want to see it's again. not like we drew from it with a bucket <laughs> <laughs> that's what i was like <laughs> It's just it's a just, what well, like you drill like your water is supplied. It's through, not a wishing through well. A spring through like a spring, and you put a pump all the way. But down mind there. you, I was speaking to the wishing well side. I know. I was like, <laughs> okay. I don't think that's well, what he's so, yeah, talking about. I would about. want a real well. I would. I would like, like a, a real well too. I'm not. I'm not going as far as like I want to be like a homesteader. Like I like the luxuries of life. Yeah. Uh, but I also would. Ni- it would be nice to. I wouldn't mind having a a, a wood furnace. Oh. And going and splitting wood. I think that would be, I like that idea. I really wish that we had a fireplace in our house, but apparently it makes your insurance ridiculous. Well, yeah, you're having a fire in your house. Yeah, but wouldn't a wood furnace be the same thing? No. I don't know if I It wouldn't. You. Really? Yeah, I mean, a wood furnace is like built to heat your home. It's and an, I, yeah. I mean, I guess a fireplace is too, but no, like, it's, it's like a whole like... It's like a different. It's thing. just an open it's like a, flame it's a where coals just, can just fall out on your carpet. Like that's like, insane. Yeah, isn't I a wood burning furnace like? I mean, it's a furnace, right? So it's an enclosed area. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's a big metal it's, box. It's, it's, you're it you're not. You don't just have a. You don't just about. have a raging fire in your basement with some tubes above it. That's like it's a little bit more. Not very more, but a little bit more. Um, complicated than mm, that. Okay. You can burn your trash in there. That's not a good idea. I feel like that's <laughs> what I imagine. You get a nice smoky smell in there. Yeah, and the, the kids are getting real sick, the, honey. Goes into the sky and turns into stars. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. And that's how mom and dad made a baby. And that's how your <laughs> brother was born. <laughs> what the fuck? What is wrong with us today? Did you want to? Did you want to talk about relationships? Is that what you? Were? Oh, yeah. I don't know. I don't think you envisioned talking about wood furnaces today. Oh, I I don't know. I just um, it is it it is interesting going from yeah just being, uh, yeah just being really always kind of busy to being like oh okay, it's been um, like like uh i've 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 like actually like started meditating again and like i think for the first time in my life actually found some degree of serious value in it hmm. because i literally haven't had anything i had to get done to sort of allow myself to take my my head off of my my head so like um so like the, the ability to just like sit in silence and just focus on like one word or um focus on having nothing in there um has actually been like oh i can see the the real tangible benefits of doing this right now because um i'm trying to i'm trying to figure out a new way forward because i've two because these two things that have been a constant for a relatively like short amount of time and then literally my entire adult life pretty much can we have we acknowledged the fact that you are a college graduate now on the podcast yeah sure 
Uh, I don't think I don't think we have we have actually talked. So I don't think I was before last time we recorded. Well, I guess last week. I guess I was. Yeah. Yeah. So Doug, uh, after what ten years of on and off education, I'm 31. So I mean, I went to community college when I was 18. Wow. I failed a lot of classes, but you know. Yeah. Which is is by the way a. uh, uh, What is it when someone. What? A, not a mentor. Uh, a role model? Not a role. Kind of like that. You inspired me. There you go. Uh, that that action does still inspire me. Like me being in school, me being in the very be not the very beginning of the process, but mm-hmm. like slightly under halfway through. It, it's nice to yeah. kind of like. I know it's going to be a slow grind, and you've yeah. been you've been grinding for a little longer than me, but. Uh, so well, Doug is a college graduate. Not eleven constant years, though. You know. Well, I know, but still. But it's been like it's. But it has been like a low key goal for yeah my entire adult life because yeah. that was kind of the thing like when I was deep in my when I was deep in my addiction, um <laughs> like like that was kind of the thing that was always kind of kept like kind of kept giving me direction was like well I'll just like. Uh, like because i didn't know what to do with my life at all so i kind of always kept that in the back of my mind so whether i was working you know when i was working in factories or bartending or anything like that i was also always like to some varying degree like a part-time student and um that always kind of was just like yep i'm doing this and like you know once this is over i'll i'll uh i'll move to cambodia and teach english and you know i'll, I'll you know the the drug scene is really awesome over there, so that'll be cool. That was yeah. kind of that was one of my goals. I, um, yeah, that makes it. I used to have a list of all the open air drug markets in the United States, like all like the big, like mm. the big big cities, and I'd be like, I'm just gonna make like a tour. Well, I would have I would have died probably. If I, I would have been shot that. in Detroit. I um, <laughs> wouldn't have made it out of state. I still might. I still think about doing that though. Um, I definitely teaching wanna, English in Cambodia. Maybe Cambodia, but somewhere you know. Oh. Maybe Cambodia. That sounds cool. Cambodia, Vietnam, um, places where they'll take somebody with a bachelor's of history. Because <laughs> um, I have looked into it. As far as like you know, um, there are places that will be like, yeah, if because like a lot of places, people already do kind of speak English for mm-hmm. the teachers that they need for, and they actually really value having a native English speaker. Mm-hmm. You know, um, so I've done. A, I guess I've done a little bit of research into it, but. I would just like, I mean, that'd just be a really cool, raw human experience. You know what I mean? I mean, mm-hmm. I don't know what life is like outside of America. And I feel like that's a huge intellectual blind spot for me with regards to my understanding of how the world works, you know, probably all of us, right? Yeah. You know, like we talk about wanting to, we, we talk about how we understand, you know, how the rest of the world works. The context within that though, is that America is at the center of the world and, you know, it's not. We're also very, we are very much an individ, individualistic society that <laughs> right. not, not all, not all, the whole world is not in that way. Yeah. Right. It would be really interesting and jarring probably to be in a collectivist culture. Yeah. Well, you take it for granted that this is the best way, you know, the way we do things here, like is the best way. And, you know, I've never really believed that, but I also don't have any proof to back that up either. You know what I mean? To argue yeah. against that. I mean, it's like, am I, am I coming from a place of intellectual honesty when I say that, you know, uh, unfettered capitalism, the way we do it in America is the best, is not the best way forward. It's like, well, maybe it actually is. And I just don't have any experience living in any other, you know, social context to argue against that. You know, but that's, I could be wrong. That idea, though, is still going on the premise that it is either the best or it is not the best. Right. And it is either black or it is white. It is either yeah. like it is either the the I, I think a lot of life actually is ninety nine point nine 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 percent of life is lived in the gray. Yeah. It's not good or bad. Always. Yeah. And there are aspects of everything that are positive Mm -hmm. there are aspects of almost everything that are negative but i will agree that that the idea that blindly accepting that that something is the way it is without having the um experience to have a different view is really just a it's a hindrance to us it's a hindrance to the people that hold the values and the views 
Well, this is a fun episode. The Gray, starring <laughs> Liam Neeson. The Gray. <laughs> Have you seen The Gray Man? No. No. I Who, don't know what uh, that is. Is it good? It's really good. Really? It is. Okay. <laughs> I, I, I watched it twice, and I usually don't watch movies twice. Okay. All right. Who's uh, the guy from The Notebook? Ryan Gosling. Has Ryan Gosling in it. What? <laughs> Whose name you didn't even remember? Those two GIF exchanges oh. in our group text is Ryan Gosling. I don't know. The, not, the ones of them kissing? <laughs> no. <laughs> that is in our group no, text. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Have you seen The Place Beyond the... from the Notebook. <laughs> right. Have you seen The Place Beyond the Pines? No. That's a great movie. Check it out. <laughs> Have you seen any good movies lately? Okay, The I Gray Man. I watched any um, movies The Gray lately. Man's a good... It, it just has like a good... It's a funny... Yeah. Uh, man, that's a good movie. It's funny? Yeah, it's a serious okay. action movie, but like it actually is pretty funny. And Ryan Gosling in it's a few times. It's just like this super like awesome action hero, but it's just like very human. Well, not... I don't know. It's a good movie. Uh, well... So speaking of like, what the hell do I do with my time now? Um, <laughs> Is it watching I've been, all of the movies? So I've been trying to, so I have this thing cause I, I just, I have a terrible, I have a horrible attention span. Um, um, I have not worked myself up the ability to actually start reading again, but um, I've never been able to watch like an entire movie like by myself. When I'm with somebody else, I can. Uh, because I think my my politeness or whatever or my or, or my um Midwest my my drive to be polite <laughs> keeps me off like my phone and stuff like that um oh. and it keeps me focused like on actually watching a movie or whatever it's it's more there's more to it than that I don't know why but it's just this thing where I can I think it, it, this is embarrassing but it's like I think another part of it is like. I want other people to see me as like being somebody who really absorbs a, a film. You know what I mean? Like intellectually. Yeah. So that's part of it too. The Gray um, Man is not a film to absorb right. intellectually. Right, I assure right, you. Right, right. <laughs> Have you seen Bullet Train? No, that I do. One I do. That one is I good. Do want to see so that. I was going to ask you because the Gray Man sounds very yes. similar to the Bullet Train. Yes, it is it, also a hardcore action movie with a I lot. I wanted of to see that. That looks good. It's um, good. I hate action movies so much, and I loved that really? movie. Have you seen Snatch? Such a good. I love that. Pikey. Pepper Wicker Blue. Or what is it? Pep. Pep. Periwinkle. Periwinkle Blue. The caravan. He wants the caravan in Periwinkle oh, yeah. Blue. Yeah. I, don't <laughs> I was even like, remember. what are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> it's actually good. buy a caravan on fucking wheels. <laughs> It's funny too because I was just watched uh, another gift that we sent in there is is Seven, which I haven't. Seven's a great movie. Seven's so good. good. I mean, it's bad, but it's good. How is it bad? It's a great it's movie. It's a bit slow. Yeah, I mean, it's a story. Oh, God. Yes. <laughs> what? David Fincher. Um, yeah, I watched Fight Club for the first time recently. Like, actually watched it. Really? I was like, you've seen it before that time, though. Not really. No, there's a lot of parts that I don't remember about it. Um, but that's, that's what I've been doing. So slow. I've been watching a lot of. All right. Um, <laughs> What'd you say? It's a little slow. Fight Club? Yeah. There's like every 10 minutes, there's a scene where they're just beating the living crap out of each other. Yeah, that's not plot driven. It, it, Doug, this is, is that why not I plot can't driven? I do action movies. That's, that's, ex not that's, an, that's an excessively me. important part of the plot. I'm mean, sure. Wait, you can't do action movies? Why? Because there's the plot is stupid usually, and there's always so much. Is it action because the plot is too fast? To mm, maybe. Is no. it because the plot like, is too the, complicated for you? Where's the, <laughs> where's the middle ground between this, where the, the pacing is where you want it to be? Have you seen the Notebook? Because the Notebook has a slow plot. I hate the Notebook. It, the Notebook's actually a pretty good movie. Um, Ugh, the writing's okay, but it's so bad. So I've been watching also a lot of those like those those movies that you're, like the like, classics you're supposed to watch. Kinda Beetlejuice. Um, what did I watch <gasps> recently? I watched Blade Runner recently. I, watched, I couldn't uh, get into it. It's good. I like Blade it. Runner is a slow plot. Blade Runner. I liked it. Um, I feel like I've seen it, but I watched Barry Lyndon. A lot of Ryan Gosling. Um, <laughs> a serious man. Uh, Hell or High Water. I like that. Um, I think I think I've seen that one. It's a good one. Um, not necessarily know. a classic, but I liked it. A little on the nose too, but 
Um, Just love that saying too. Yeah, it was. It was a little on the nose. Um, we get it. It's a bunch of yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so I've been doing that like on my own, which like is a. I mean, uh, like not something to necessarily be proud of or whatever, but like um, why not? Um, I was, and then lately I've been telling myself it's kind of embarrassing to be proud of that you're sitting on your couch watching movies, but no, but it's hard for me to do. It, it was yeah. hard for me to do it. And, um, so I don't that's know. good. I hate this idea that like having like that there is some sort of standard by which we're supposed to set goals. I completely and that agree with you. there's something that's supposed to be pretty. It doesn't, that stop, doesn't yes, stop me that, from feeling that That does that, that for the same reason of like, I don't necessarily like agree with society. Like, yeah, but you're a part of it. Yeah, like you are you are still a part of yeah. this part of this system which by the way if that is something that you're proud of then that's something that you're proud of right yeah like yeah. i i get it proud is. over you know what i get ridiculously proud over and it's and it's coming real close that i get to be proud again is when i finish an entire tube of toothpaste right right like oh. from start to finish right yeah mm-hmm. like that just blows my mind when i get to and i'm like and i get close and i'm like oh Snap. that's cool and then it lasts for like another three yeah. four weeks and it's you're like just ridiculous. let me just let me have this yeah. i know i always buy a new tube when it's getting to the end and then it takes like three weeks and then opening a new one oh, that new box really like, good. Phew, it's like all that. a blur to me i don't even know where they start and where they end <laughs> there's just two toothpaste all over the place it's just there's the just costco just of toothpaste. By. well i've been doing my thing where i mean i've been doing this for two years now um but i'm back to doing it every night is I write down three things I'm proud of myself for and Mm. three things that I'm grateful for. And, and I was writing down that I was proud of myself for watching an entire movie by myself. You know what I mean? Why wouldn't you be? It was a win. You know, it's just, I think, um, I don't know. The past couple days has just been like, and I think it's the planets or some stuff like there that. There is a full moon tomorrow. Something like that, you know, because yeah, I've been talking to some of my, uh, yeah, I've been talking to some of my no, sponsees it's strawberry and stuff, and everybody tomorrow. seems to be going through this, like, yeah, I had a really bad day a couple of days ago, but, but, but I, there's nothing. <laughs> I was going to say, I, I made the sound like I'm going to say something, but I didn't have anything locked oh, okay. and loaded, so. Oh. Yeah. I really I think like that times. goal because I think too many people get into this trap of productivity. Oh yeah. And you and I have talked about this before, Doug, like having, like not being able to sit still and do anything that feels unproductive. Yeah. And that can be so damaging. Like rest is so productive. Mm-hmm. Resting or like doing something you enjoy is so productive. Yeah. Like you have to have it. I would still like to be more productive. Um, I've in a conventional way, uh, like let's make shorts. Like, I just know there's more things I could do. Not like the clothing. I know. Yeah. All right. I, I really want to do that. Yeah. All right. I would love to. I, I would, to, I would, well, I would love to do something like that is what I've been I want doing. you to make a documentary about me. Um, I don't want to do any more <laughs> about you. King documentaries. Okay. <laughs> this is going to be a rough edit. <laughs> I know, but I just want to put that in there. No, but it hits differently when you can put the sensor over it. And it's just, oh, that's you know, true. It's, just, it's yeah. fun. It's fun. The, I, I think there's a, there's a difference between being productive for uh, like a job or life or this, that, and the other, and then being productive for joy. Yes. Yes. Like those are two I very agree. different things. And I still yeah. am Way to not. Reframe that. I, I, Go I'm still like not in a place where I. I'm doing anything productive purely for joy. There's definitely more joy about it than mm-hmm. there used to be, but there's still a lot of th- like when I, um, I go like- through I go through periods. I, at least you know when I was younger, I would go through periods where I would really and drugs had a lot to do with it. But I go through periods where I really get into like music production and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And I have like I have like all these beats, and a lot of them are like really good. Um, but pretty good um they sound like somebody knew what they were doing when they made them let's make music then and um or do both and but the re- when i was at <laughs> yeah. like my when i was at like my most productive doing that though it was there was this part in the back of my mind was like well i could do this professionally or something like that um so there was still like some sort of ulterior motive behind it and drugs and um and when it comes to like photography and videography and stuff like that like there's that kind of low-key professional motive too um, but again, there, there can be 
both. There's genuine joy. It is really cool discovering how much I am enjoying um, learning uh, a new skill in the context of like photography and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Um, How much I actually genuinely enjoy it. And I'm like, oh, wow. That's cool. It's also really cool. And again, this is always from, from an outside observer which we get to see a lot, I think, just working with people. But mm-hmm. these are the moments in people's lives that I get the most excited about yeah. when when the thing that they've been working on is achieved or done. And then all of a sudden there's this void and yeah. then there's this question that kind of comes with it. And like, I don't, no one has an answer. You don't even have, no one had, there's not an mm-hmm. answer to be had, but it's a answer that you create. Right. Yeah. And like, that's such an exciting point of, because we do, and me and myself included, like, we get, it's easy to get in this mode of, all right, this is what I'm doing. This is, this is what I'm going to be doing, not who I'm going to be being in the world. This is what I'm going to be doing. And I have to, these boxes to check off and yada, yada, yada. And then, you know, once I have this thing done, things will be different Yeah. when they're not really different. No. Yeah. It's a big, I mean, that's a big sort of trap of thinking up and noting, noticing myself falling into again lately. The keyword is noticing there, mm-hmm. um, where it's like. Um, if I can just do this one thing, it'll fix me and will take all the onus of working off of me mm-hmm. and the fixing will be on something else. So yeah. whether that's, uh, going back to therapy or, uh, or, uh, or, or, um, getting in a serious relationship again or, um, or, or whatever, you know, um, I guess those are the two big things. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the therapy one's not going to work out so well. That's what I thought too. Right. Yeah. Well, also, I, I, I feel like or, there's or a, like going to or like you know I'm going to go to a meeting and it's going to make things better and it's like yeah. it can in a sense but you know yeah it's so but this is where I think so since this summer was the first was only the second semester available in the three years I've been going to school that I've taken off. Um, and I didn't initially take it off. I actually took class and then I dropped them. Still had to pay for them one day late. Anyways. Oh. I know. You had to pay for the full thing? No, but it was it. it was more than I wanted to pay. Yeah, right. <laughs> but. You really like, got to pay attention to the, the, the reconnect thing? Sorry, never mind. No, I'm doing future frontliners. Okay. Uh, mm. But so this idea of, I remember my mom and I was talking to my mom a few days ago. Uh, I was like, well, how do you, how do you not go home and just numb yourself? Or like something like that. Hmm. You asked that to her? Yeah. Jesus. <laughs> uh, I, me and my mom have had inter- interesting conversations. I once spoke to her for an entire like two hours about like the uh, the um, morals of like suicide bombings. <laughs> so oh, yeah. It was, it was an interesting conversation. Anyways. What side were you on? So I, I don't believe I, I can under, I don't agree with it, but I understand the logic and the, the thought processes that lead sure. from this to that hundred percent, like how, the, how they got there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, do not condone that. Right. Yeah. No, <laughs> but anyways, on the record, but right. so this idea though, and I'll she, and up. she's like, well, you have to, you have to be able to enjoy the little things and like mm. in, in the void of the larger things that can take up a, mo- a lot of our attention. The same way that you said noticing, like the fact that mm. like, can we notice the little things of like my cat? I moved my bed in my bedroom. I'm not really sure if I like it there, but either way. So my cat now sleeps in a different spot. So like, and, but it's so cute. Like I get to like notice that and be like, Oh, that's kind of cool. Like, even though she's annoying, like, but like Momo Mario. sleeps. Yeah. She's a great cat. Um, <laughs> But in the void of the big things, can you enjoy the little things? Mm. And I think that's, I think that's kind of a gift. Yeah. I was actually talking about something similar in therapy yesterday. Oh, I was curious where I was going with that. Thank you for reminding me, but continue. Yeah. (laughs) Did you want to finish? Sure. Uh, The, (laughs) the idea though of like, I don't, and you're a therapist, but I don't think people right. understand what therapy is for. Accurate. Like, cause Most people don't. my understanding of like, and when I was, one of my professors was speaking about therapy and she's like, I don't understand when people have a therapist for 10 years, the same one. What do you do? What are you doing? Like, mm, yeah. Like therapy should be, 
there should be some level of an outcome or a something that you are mm-hmm. aiming towards and moving towards. And mm-hmm. so realistically that like at 10 years, you're just like, get a different therapist because it's not working. Like, I, I, sure. <laughs> I don't know. I, I come down because I've thought about this before. Yeah. Like even as a coach, there have been. Can you been... get a little closer to the mic, Doug? No. <laughs> 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 Even when coaching, there have been people coming who to like, my house. I can't, <laughs> no, I, I can't with you guys. There have been people that I worked with for a while, and at a certain point, I feel like I'm not sure what else I can do for you. Mm-hmm. So, like, if you still want support, great. But I think we're going to have to find you someone else because I think we've hit the limit. Yeah, and that's not necessarily that it's not working. It's just that it's not doing the thing. That it's that it's you need it to do right of, now. Yeah. Yeah. Like I've had I've been in therapy many times over the years and I've had different therapists each time and I'll take time away and then come back to it. And it, it's just different. Like there's different things I'm working on. I'm in a different place. Like and I've been reflecting a lot because next month will be one year that I've been in therapy this time. Mm-hmm. Um, and. I was thinking about how different everything is, mm-hmm. <laughs> literally everything. Um, and we were talking about it in therapy. This idea, when I went to therapy last year, the first session, what I said to her was, I look at my life on paper and I should be happy. I have everything that I said I wanted and I'm not happy. And I don't know what the disconnect is. And then yesterday we were talking about this shift because I started the session by saying I'm really happy, mm-hmm. which was the whole goal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, and what I'm realizing now is like what I didn't understand a year ago is that I had done all of the steps. I had I was busy. I was doing things. I was doing things that I did enjoy but I wasn't actually happy. It wasn't just that I couldn't feel happy. Like I thought at the time that there was some sort of barrier in me Mm -hmm. that was keeping me from the happiness that was in front of me. It wasn't, I wasn't actually happy with where I was at, but I couldn't really talk about that until I started to make decisions and, and like have enough space to actually see what was missing. And I think that is an interesting point also of, this idea that you didn't have to break up with your fiance, move halfway no. across the country, you no. know, buy a Corvette uh, no. or a motorcycle. We should have bought a motorcycle, but no, we sold a motorcycle. <laughs> maybe, but like you don't have to. I, I feel like it's that it's that thing. It's very easy for for people and me. I think I've gotten better at this, but like to oh, there's something wrong. I need to just like change things. Oh yeah. And it's not like, it's okay to be like, huh, like, let me, let me, let me slowly address this situation instead of. Which um, is what we did. I mean, I, I I started a month before my 30th birthday. I started therapy and started figuring things out. I'm older than you, right? Yeah, I am. Yeah, I'll turn 31 in August. Okay. So like, right before I turned 30, (sighs) I started this path. I know, right? (laughs) So much to learn. And like. My life does look entirely different, but none of those were one and done big decisions of just like, nope, we're changing everything today. Every single step of this process has been slow, like, like lowering the amount of hours I was working and then leaving one of my three jobs, (laughs) you know, like just these like little incremental wins. But every single one of those decisions, what it gave me was time to actually see what was happening Mm -hmm. in me. Because when you're too busy, like to your point about trying to be too busy and what I was talking about with my therapist yesterday is like I had this crisis six years ago when I graduated from my graduate program because all of a sudden I was only working one full time job and I Mm -hmm. didn't have any classes and there was too much time Mm -hmm. and I was all of a sudden over what like it was like a house fell on me and the Mm. house was everything that I had not had time to deal with for Mm. 12 years. Yeah. You you were overwhelmed with availability. Yeah. Which 
not to not to do this to you, but I do see that happen a lot with people in recovery. Like there's so much time and energy spent in addiction on the addiction. And then when you get into recovery, there's like this rubber band snapping. I mean, sorry, you have to do that. That's a very well. I just, you know, I know we Maybe don't like so the much, I mean, forced it's, it's so much, it's so much so it's almost like a cliche. Like, right. Of course. Like, yeah, that's really the whole point of this whole well, podcast, really. I know. You know like, <laughs> it's not a forced segue. It literally, like, came yeah. to me. But came to me a prime example so i didn't realize that until maybe about a year ago i was i think me and ryan were watching a movie or something and across the the street they were throwing a party or something and we're sitting there and we're like god doesn't that sound miserable it's like 8 30 right now like like i took my vitamins 30 minutes ago and it's like but i would not have been able to handle that silence handle that that calm when i first got I, I needed, I, I totally understand and I agree. People, but again, it's this thing of people have this idea of what they want and what they need. Yeah. And I love it of, I, I'll ask this question every now and then, is it easier to be honest with others or is it easier to be honest with yourself? Oh, it's so much easier to be honest with yourself. And I'll be like, I don't think that's true at all. Nope. At Completely not, I, inaccurate. Not, not one bit do I believe that. <laughs> no, I don't agree at all. Like, and so this idea of like, oh, well, I know what I need. I know what I, I just, I just need quiet. Like that's, that might be what you quote unquote want, yeah. but you went from a thousand miles an hour to five, like there's going to be some, well, that's why I hate this advice that people give all the time of stay busy. I hate that. Like, and I've always, I've had a lot of pushback to that advice because, okay, I don't disagree with staying busy. I think that it is very useful, especially in terms of early recovery or like, yeah, you know, it, sure. staying busy can be very beneficial. Can you come up a little but bit I on think, the mic, Doug? I think <laughs> it's important to throw in there. It matters what you're doing. Yeah. Staying busy for the sake of busyness is not going to move you into a different situation. It's going to keep you stuck in this space. Because that's what I did. Like the silence was too deafening with one full-time job. So I left my full-time job and then just struggled with multiple part-time jobs and running businesses and doing all kinds of things because I needed to just be like busy. Hmm. You know, like I traded one horrifically maladaptive coping mechanism for another where I was just throwing shit at the wall. Well, I would be interested in if... If we were to remove all like this whole thought experiment of all right, so you're living in the woods. Oh. Okay. Okay. You are not giving. You are not being a producer. Right. You are not being a contributor. Mm-hmm. Like it is purely a a level of serenity and survival. Would you be okay with that? Absolutely not. Right. Is isn't that interesting though? Of like, <laughs> yeah, no. if all of my basic needs were met. And I had this system of, you know, I'd go out and hunt and then, I, you know, I'd just take care of this out. And like, you know, where would I find my purpose? Where would I find my value? Hmm. Where would I find my position in the world? So before the softball game yesterday, Doug, I was laying in the grass. It's dry grass. wasn't recovered. I love that. And I was looking at the clouds and I was kind of sitting there and I was like, isn't it like amazing how excessively unimportant we are like we are aggressively pointless yeah in the grand scheme of things and and then i was thinking like well i wonder what the i wonder what the clouds would think or what the clouds would say and yes i did start writing a poem about it i'll let you know when it's done but you know perform it i have a few poems i would like to perform tell me when you do no i i totally will i i have i have i've worked on them for years actually um but this whole idea of like, like, wow, in the grand scheme of things, like we are so little and minuscule and like we have all it and how, how outrageous is it for me to be like, what about me? Yeah. What is, <laughs> what is my purpose? Yeah. Well, like, like is it that but you don't deserve a purpose. Like, <laughs> <don't know> that. <laughs> but, but it's, it, it's so, it's so insane how, how that is so, and going to that point of like. Well, what about when I get like what like I achieve this thing? What next? Hmm. And how for for so many for most for most of humanity's history, our purpose was to survive. 
Yeah. And we are now for the first time in the last, what, two cent- century and a half? Realistically, probably century. Yeah. Yeah, century and a half. I'll give it a high end. Are in a position where like we have being a child is now a thing that wasn't a thing for most of hu- human history of having a childhood yeah it's like, also longer yeah and to and now we're we're forced to this dilemma of like great we're super complex and, and interesting creatures but we're also like excessively like greedy egotistical and needy yeah and well to your point about that in the absence of purpose we create one yeah. And I think every society, like to circle it back a little bit to what Doug was saying, like every society deals with purposelessness differently. Ours mm-hmm. has decided that purposelessness, we're going to give this purpose to success in like a financial and economical mm-hmm. and status type of power. A way. Yes, power very much. And looking at the way that society treats people. I don't know. I've been thinking about that a lot too. Like we were in a discussion about economics yesterday um, at work and mm, classic. Yeah. You are going to be in here for 40 hours and you yeah. have to be, even though there is not 40 hours worth of productive activity for you to do. Yep. Mm. Mm. Or they try to pack 80 into your 40, depending on where you're at for job, you know? And it's also the, there's this idea that, and this is always a punch to my ego of, yeah, but nobody can do what I do. Mm. Yes, they can. They might do it differently. Yeah. I was um, going to say it, not like you, but yeah. they can still do it. But to find, and I, I think of that when I think of like the like extremely influential and powerful people, we are all going to we're all going to die one day. Mm. Um, like what an uplifting podcast episode well, today. <laughs> well, I, I, I kind of, I kind of find <laughs> there, there's, there's, it's a double edged sword of, of this, this sadness and also this like freedom Yeah. of, and I was thinking about that as I was looking at the clouds, wondering what they thought about us. Um, but like there is, I don't have that. I don't need to put that pressure on me. Yeah. And like, what a gift is it that, and I, what you think, you think squirrels are running around being like, I wonder what my purpose is. No. (laughs) Like, but they have one. Yeah. Like though it might not be their, their purpose is not to cure cancer. Like, but, but they, they have, but they have a place within this system. Yeah. And to think of like, oh, like how cool is that, that we, we are in a position in history that we kind of get to choose what our purpose is. Mm -hmm. Like, cause I don't think that. Well, we kind of get to, we kind of get to invent the concept of there being a purpose at all. Yeah, you know? that is true. Like, do you, I mean I don't know if a squirrel necessarily has a purpose. You know what I mean? Like, like um, we just kind of believe that we have a purpose, and I believe in that. I choose to believe in that because my life is fulfilling when I have a. There is definitely a difference in my life today now that I do feel like there is some degree of purposefulness in the way I conduct myself. Um, Mm -hmm. Purpose. The reason for which something is done or created or for which something exists. And so, but the, the thing is, and so I used to have this hypothetical question I would ask. So if, if I could come to you and tell you what your purpose for existence was, whether how big or how small, whether it be Doug, your purpose is when you are 38 years old, you're going to turn off a, uh, a, a faucet, which would have caused an electrical shortage, which would have caused this ant to die. And that ant is something that's going to bite someone else who's going to go to hospital. And they'll meet their love after, after yada, yada, yada. That's the wow. only reason you exist. You should write a novel. So, so if that was your purpose, would you like to know what your purpose is? And once it's completed, no. Would I want to know what that is? Yes. No. Isn't that interesting, though? Well, I think the pursuit is part of what makes it... Like, purpose isn't one thing. Purpose is the journey to get there. And not knowing Well, that's the purpose know. of the journey. I'm just I kidding. Know. <laughs> I just... I, I don't know. I agree. I would not want to know. 
No. I, and also, how outrageous is that? To, it's a hypothetical question, but how yes. outrageous is that to think that that's like... It could It could be. It, it could be. Depending on your belief system. And like, but and also to think that art, when I view myself as it's... I am a part of this system and I have the ability, not because I am special, not because I am so outrageously better or worse than anyone else. I was... I have a... <laughs> I have a certain set of skills, but I, I have a certain the set. The gray. <laughs> Liam Neeson. <laughs> I have a certain set of skills and talents, and it's not because that for however you think were God given to me, like whatever my higher power is, whatever, mm-hmm. you know, it's not because I am better or worse than anyone else. It's, I just happen to have these things. And it's so amazing that I'm in a position in my life that I can be like, all right, well, how are you going to choose to use those? Yeah. And when I think inside of the system, and when I think of a squirrel, we would we would not have a lot of trees if it wasn't for squirrels. Squirrels lose half their nuts, and then trees grow everywhere. Like we have these little, and the the, the the insignificant little interactions that we have with everything else. Uh, didn't we uh, Sonder? Mm-hmm. That's not exactly, but I would think more serendipitous would be. But the, these little interactions that have everlasting waves and um Mm -hmm. how beautiful is that that it has nothing to do with us and has everything to do with us interesting and when i mean us i mean the system in general not like individuals us yeah (laughs) (laughs) i joke with my spiritual director and it's i'm very blessed too that she's actually just a, a very good friend of mine now as well um like we always joke around with each other, like man, if the if the world only knew that we were the center of the universe, like because uh, right. we, me and her are, no one else is. Yeah, you're the sun. Yeah, <laughs> and you are my moon. Uh, you know the concept of teenagers like didn't even exist until the fifties. Yeah, you just yeah. became like an, you were just an adult after you were twelve. Yeah. Well, that and you were seven. You're like go to the mines. Yeah, you ever see videos of those? Like, you ever see those restored? Uh, um film strips of like the the kids coming out of the mines and stuff yeah. like that and like the coal mining towns and stuff and they all look like they're like 70 yeah yeah like, they awesome. look like how old are you old man tall, they're like i'm people. 13 <laughs> 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 and it, it's also nice it's also easy to fall into this trap of like there are plenty of things that we can work on as but we have also come a very long way yeah like uh, to the point of, you know, 50 years ago, this was a story I heard today, 50, 70 years ago, maybe more than that, it would have been 50, 60 years ago, when a woman spoke at a conference, the, the men would come up, hey, thank your husband for letting you come to this. Isn't that insane? A mm-hmm. hundred years ago, we had eight-year-olds in coal mines. I get to go buy a Subway sandwich today. Like, that's <laughs> insane. You Are you going to go to Subway? Jimmy John's? I wasn't really going to, but... Where are you going to get? If I go? If you go. Uh, I don't really know. I would rather go to Boardwalk. I, yeah, I, Boardwalk I, I, think, I think Subway has officially fallen off. I don't think it was ever on. Oh, I think it was on. I know. It was really good it, for a little it, bit. It was, it was definitely on. I like Jimmy John's. The same way how we were talking about like Jimmy John's Boardwalk. Too. I, like I would Jimmy rather, John's. like, I would love to go to Seattle 20 years ago. Mm, now is a yeah. different story. Yeah. Have you ever been to Two Beards Deli? No. I bet you would like that. Is there food there? Yeah, it's sandwiches. I would like it. It's like a block away. I know. I walk by it a lot. It's really nice. Not- like- Have you ever been to Burger King? <laughs> <laughs> Where are we at? Hadn't even started yet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, technically we didn't start. We I'm excited for your journey though, Doug. Thanks. And also I'm a little like, there's also a part of sadness for me because it was been, it was very nice to like commiserate with you over school stuff. Yeah. And yeah, kind yeah. of like be in that journey with you. Yeah. Um, but this is a different part of your journey. And at some point I'll be where you're at. And, well, uh, right now it's just I, how much, how much of my time can I kill playing Counter Strike and Halo <laughs> and Call of Duty? And more than you think. That's the problem. I'm starting to realize is like I, I could keep doing this, and 
and I mean, that's there's not nothing where I want to be. With so that's where I was getting at, though, when I was like, I would like, I, I, I would like to be a little more actually productive. You know what I mean? Sure. Um, I don't. Want it to is do a that. delicate dance. I I would say though that you're also allowed to if 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 you want to set up a structure or whatever, you know, because mm. that's what we do. Like if <laughs> if if you wanted to do that though, I'd be like, all right, well. This is the first summer that you've had off. Give yourself this summer mm -hmm. to do whatever the heck you want mm -hmm. and waste, quote unquote, as much yeah. time as you want and pick a day and be like, you know what? Yeah. At the end of June or whatever, July or whatever it is, like, I'm going to take time to figure out what I'm going to work on next. But until that day, I give myself permission to do whatever I want. Yeah. And I've never been a planner, um, but I do. I handle everything kind of the same way that I do with like, <clears throat> I just I just play everything by ear and I just kind of let that be in the back of my mind where uh, I have to allow myself to feel a certain way, um, which is kind of what I'm doing right now, where it's just like, I'm not really intellectualizing it as much as you just did, but like, I, but I am just like, yeah, I, I am, I'm gonna do this. I'm going to allow myself to play video games all day and, yeah. and go to bed at like 7 p.m. Um, because that's what I'm going to do. And I know I don't necessarily want to do that forever, but that doesn't yeah. mean I'm going to. Yeah. What business do I have thinking that far ahead into the future anyway? That's funny that we were talking about one day at a time. before. This. Yeah, right. And <laughs> um, something I've been doing, too, is like I've been having so one of the big things that kind of moved me forward, especially in early recovery, is that I just kind of have this, I have this kind of psychotic ability to sort of bear down and just grit through things. Mm -hmm. And I do that with my emotions and my knee jerk instinct, and this was even before I got sober, but my, my knee jerk instinct is when I face resistance, I kind of relish it and I kind of enjoy pushing back against it immediately and putting things into perspective and I don't give myself any time to actually feel what I'm feeling. So it's like lately I've been noticing like, Oh, there's a suicidal thought. Um, well actually, you know, it's not the end of the world. And like, um, you know, actually a lot of people have it worse off for you and you, and that's really not even where I go, but I do go, it's like, look at my knee jerk reaction to me being like, Oh, you should kill yourself. is like, um, is, is, you know, look how far you've come. Uh, look at all the stuff you've accomplished and, and all that stuff and look what you have to be proud of, which is all true. But I don't allow myself to be like, oh, I actually do feel sad right now or I feel lonely yeah. right now or I feel dejected right now or I feel like I have low self-esteem. I, I feel like um, I don't appreciate myself right now. And instead of allowing myself to sit in that for just one freaking second, I'm immediately pushing back against it um, with this self-improvement thing. And that's a total double-edged sword because, like, the self-improvement thing, the psychotic part of me um, that's always pushing to do better has served me very, very well. And, and, you know, it is, you know, still does, but it can be a little bit, like, it. it's not allowing my, it. if, if, if my knee-jerk reaction to any sort of resistance mentally is to immediately push back against it instead of allowing myself to feel things, then you know I'm not really I'm not really getting anywhere. So I've been trying to allow myself to to just sit in and not trying to figure out why or trying to or trying to push back against it or explain it away, but just sort of sitting and being and allowing myself to feel things, even though it, even if it's like negative. And it kind of reminds me of I remember when I was working with you, Debbie, in this is before I even had a, a year, I think, um, that I had been sober. And you told me to write a goodbye letter to, uh, to my, my self-criticism. Oh, yeah. I still have that, by the way. I, I wrote this big, long, and it's like a breakup letter. It's friggin' weird. <laughs> but it was very cathartic for me to do. Um, where this thing that I've always had where I'm just, I'm very, very critical of myself. I'm the first one to call myself out on things. Well, that's not true at all, but like, <laughs> but like something that something anyway, like I I've been, I've always been really hard to, to push myself. I've been, mm -hmm. you know, my own worst critic and all that kind of stuff. And it's gotten me through a lot of shit in my life for sure. 
mm-hmm. it's for, forced me to do better and continue to move forward, even though it's been hard for me sometimes. And it was getting to a point where in my recovery that that was kind of not serving its purpose anymore. And it was actually holding me back. So my love letter or my goodbye letter to it, to my self-criticism was basically consisted of me saying, look, it's been, it's been great, right? (laughs) No, it's been like, like we, we, this has gotten me through and made me into the man that I am today, but I'm turning over a new leaf or or whatever. I did not say that I'm, you know, I'm, it's, it is now starting to become more of a hindrance than an asset. Mm -hmm. And maybe that's where I'm at right now. I don't know. Um, yeah, but yeah, that just kind of made me think of that. The, it's just interesting that I'm really happy that you did do that. Kudos. Thanks. I like weird homework assignments. Well, I, I think it's important to honor what got us to where we are. Everyone, right, everyone, exactly. everyone wants to be like, mm-hmm. yeah. oh, well, th- well, this is terrible. No, 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 no. You did it because it worked for you. That's that's yeah. why you did oh, it. Yeah. Survival yeah. mechanisms Definitely are worked. survival. It's not a, yeah. well, I kind of do it when I want. No, it's at, at some point in your life, like we develop this, this thing that we do that helps us push mm-hmm. through whatever it might be. Yeah. And at some point, it stops serving us or it stops giving us value in a way that's constructive or it just stops serving a song general. And it's like, all right, well, you know, like let me honor how far this thing has brought me because it did get you through a lot. You're still alive. So like, not only do I want Speak to honor it, <laughs> zombie, not only do I want to honor this thing, but then say, but you know what? I now have a choice of whether I'm going to use this or yeah. not. Yeah, where it's no longer a default. It is a, it is a choice. And when I think of coaching, coaching really is. It's, uh, it's not saying hey you're going to do these things differently. It's hey you are going to have a choice of what you do. Yeah. 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 And actually, you reminding me of that. Uh, so that's borrowed. I didn't know it at the time, but that's actually a borrowed concept from a newer therapeutic method. Um, internal family systems is the new, newer. What? It's been around for a long time. Has it? Let any any version of a letter to something is is. Well, yeah, no, but I'm I'm speaking specifically about like the concept of working with its parts theory is the nickname for it. But we so get it. Parts You're of yourself. You're a therapist. I'm just getting going. Sorry. It's just parts of yourself and. Mm-hmm. So the the theory is that you have protector parts and to your point that's exactly what they're for. They protect you, they keep help you survive, they get you through what you're going through. The problem is when those protector parts continue to protect after the danger or the threat is gone yes. and then it becomes maladaptive. Mm-hmm. It it becomes more of a hindrance than a help. Mm-hmm. So part of the um parts work is writing letters to the protector parts and acknowledging why they were there and how they helped, mm. but also giving them, telling them that it's okay to take a rest. Yeah. Like you don't want to not have your protecting parts. Like you don't want to not have the ability to protect yourself in danger. None of us would want that. Like in a hypothetical question, would you want to never be afraid again? <laughs> no, we don't. No, of course not. No, yeah. <laughs> you don't want to let go of those. Just like you don't want to let go of all of the the beneficial, like people in recovery always talk about how addiction is like, you know, you want to just throw it out and forget it all. You don't. Like there's a lot of determination that you built. There's a lot of grit and resilience that you built up in that mm-hmm. time. And you don't want to not have that now. You need it in recovery more than ever. It's you all, need to use it differently. Well, that and I think it takes a level of humility to say, on at some level, like I was at, on some level, I'm not right. Yeah. Or on some level, I'm not as accurate as I could be. Mm. We're going to this place of, like, like, did I just waste my whole? Like, it's very easy to go to that place of just yeah. like. Oh, well, and that's why I say like to make sure that in part of that is you honor that that thing mm-hmm. because it's not it's not all bad. Yeah, um, it's it is this position of like, yeah, it, it got you to who you are, but you now have a choice of whether or not you want to continue with it. But I, I've I've experienced it and I've seen other people experience it of like, oh, wow, like 
like this whole, I, my favorite quote of, you know, there's a 0% chance, a hundred percent of your deeply held beliefs are true. Like, well, what ones are, aren't true. And that's mm-hmm. a very, that's a humbling experience to actually, and very vulnerable and willing to be even, even go up to that question. Yeah. Who knows? Maybe the, uh, you're a piece of shit and you deserve to die is true. Might not be true, but you know, it could be. I don't think so. <laughs> I would say it's not a black or white question. There's probably some truth in it. <laughs> okay. Yeah. You know, <laughs> probably. No, I deserve to die. Yeah. It, I mean, I don't necessarily deserve to live either. I mean, the concept we oh. we can pick this apart with de- de- deserving. Deserving, it, deserving is, really is, the, is, is the operative is the, is the crux here. of the word. You yeah, guys of the and your statement. <laughs> Just you but could go all day. The there is I, I to your point though of deserve or not is it's kind of the whole idea of whether or not you deserve to or not you do have a responsibility because you are. Hmm. I could I could agree with that. Yeah. Interesting. Of the, I like it, that. It's the same thing of like, all right, if I if I woke up with ten billion dollars tomorrow, like whether or not I deserve that, I now have a responsibility. I would say like, well, how am I going to use this? Not everyone would agree with you on that, but yeah, I would. Uh, <laughs> it does kind of come down to whether or not you ascribe meaning to existence or not. Yeah. Well, oh, and not, but now we're going true. back to this whole thing of whether or not whether or not you do, we have a choice to do so. Yeah. Right. Of I have a choice. I can be. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Di- Diogenes. 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 Like mm-hmm. I can. No, come on. He was the famous uh, philosopher. What was that during Caesar? No. No, I think that's Greek. Greek. I think Diogenes is ancient Greece. Anyways, he he was the one that was like when the when the emperor whatever came over and says, oh like well I will give you anything anything that you need diogenes and he looked at me he's like well i'd like you to get out of my sunlight he lived on the street with dogs he had nothing and he was just uh-huh. like it was like the extreme version of are you looking it up hmm are yeah. you looking it up um yeah that was a good poll yeah the the meeting of him and alexander alexander the great yeah, yeah. uh and you know like oh this great philosopher i'll give you I anything you want him. yeah and he was just like well i'd like you to get out of my sunlight that's I, the most powerful man on the I planet i wish at that to time. be uh if he said alexander the great said if i was to wish to be anyone yep. else i would choose to be diogenes yep and then he said if i would wish to be anyone it, i would wish to be diogenes yeah to the most powerful man in the world yeah and uh-huh. so this like it, time. we really do have so you know deserving or whatever purpose of i i guess you i think it's a gift and pretty cool that we have an opportunity to say this is what i will choose to be in this world yeah <laughs> yeah i like that yeah. i don't have anything to add <laughs> but i i just i think i i think that's pretty neat like but as for for me, and I think people in addiction, and I might be speaking broadly, but it's very easy to to the the sense of agency is lost. Yeah. And so I have no, I don't get to choose that. Yeah. It is even though I, I am choosing it, but it's it's bestowed upon me by myself, and then I no longer, and then I remove my own ability to take it away. Yeah. Um. And so when I see people wake up to that realization of just like oh, I don't have to, like that statement, I don't have to even like, like, no, there's no, but you, you, you get to choose this. You get to choose what you do in the world. Um, it's pretty neat. Yeah. How are we doing, Doug? That is a profound moment. Uh, I watched uh, bottle rocket recently. That was, that was good. Maybe you guys seen that? No. no. It was one of what I think it was Wes Anderson's first feature film. It was pretty good. Don't before, know who that is. Before he got all Wes Anderson. He's the one T- who before he got weird. two Wes Anderson. Have you? <laughs> it was what? a TikTok trend for a hot minute. What? Have you seen October Sky? No. That's Come Jake, on. This with Jake Gyllenhaal. How do you know who's in it and you haven't seen it? <laughs> it's about rockets. I know what it's about. I mean, yeah. You haven't seen it? It's no. such it. That was my favorite movie growing up as a kid. I, I love bet, rockets. I bet you rewatch it. It's not that good. It's a pretty, it's a pretty darn good movie. It seems very sentimental. Nah, I mean, I also just love rockets. I don't mean that in a bad way. I don't know why you have to be a dick about it. Because <laughs> it probably sucks. It's not a bad movie. <laughs> you know what movie I did watch it's recently? No bottle rocket. Uh, Behind enemy lines holds up. Yeah. 
Well, Luke Wilson was in Bottle Rocket too. <laughs> was he? Yeah, he co-wrote it. Yeah. What's Bottle Rocket about? Bottle Rockets? No, it has nothing to do. I'm with not a big. Rockets. I'm not a big fan of. Wes Anderson's the guy you you've I'm, you've Probably. seen the Royal Tannenbaums or nope. he does the weird the Grand shots. Budapest Hotel. I've heard of it. Haven't or, seen it. Uh, does he do Doctor Parnassus and the Imaginarium or whatever? No, that movie that's is? Terry Gilliam. That's it. But also, that's an amazing movie. He's uh, he's a lot like Wes Anderson in the sense that they have a really distinct way of like they have a really distinct like style. Isn't that inc- is that that it blows me away like how people can make things look a certain way directors are just the whole film industry and photography every that is so fascinating of like when you think of people how you how people can just see the world through different lenses and you're like yeah i get it like you know whatever and they're like no no i don't think you get it like people can really describe this story and can like they have a very specific touch you can tell Mm. people can watch movies and say i know who the The, director was the auteur theory and mm, it's yes. and it's amazing how it's amazing how like one person like it, one person doesn't make a movie and it's it's a ton it's t- a tons of people but still if there's somebody who has some sort of central vision for it the fact that they're able to imprint that and on it and you can tell that like oh you can tell without knowing that like oh this is a this is a Martin Scorsese film or this yeah. is a Terry Gilliam film or this is a Wes Anderson movie or Tim Burton, or whatever or Tim Burton or yeah, Shyamalan. yeah, interesting. Shyamalan, Shyamalan. You can tell because the actors are all have really bad direction. <laughs> That's the only problem with Shyamalan movies, dude. Is like because I really Signs is. I'm not gonna lie, Signs is one of my favorite movies. I don't think I've seen. Signs. I think it holds, never seen Signs. Hold, it holds up. It holds up. Is that up. an alien movie? Uh, yeah, Twister. What was the Twister's, Twister's a good movie? So good. Twister. Twister. That wasn't M Night Shyamalan. No, I'm not. I no, never said it, it was. was. I'm just, just saying good. it's a good movie. Since at this point we're just talking about movies. <laughs> yeah. This is we're movie just corner. Time. Um, yeah, Signs is good. Uh, <laughs> the one with uh, James McAvoy, not the sequel to it. But Sharknado. The, no, and it wasn't not Glass, but the one that. Oh, was a sequel to Split. Split. Split's a good movie. Has that movie was who who hard played to the, watch. the James main... McAvoy? Yeah, that was. Yeah, he's awesome. I haven't even seen the movie. Great, I've just seen parts of it, actor. and I'm like, oh, that is. Yeah. Have you seen Black Phone? No, I have not seen that. No. It. You know how there's certain things I don't, I can't appreciate in movies that mm-hmm. I just don't like. Rape. I can't. I don't want to see it. I, yeah. I. I. It doesn't matter how quote unquote important it is to the plot. I don't care. I don't want to watch it. Yeah. Um, animal beatings. Mm-hmm. Don't need to see it. Also, children abuse, child abuse. Yeah. Black phone. I never thought about the child abuse one until I watched Black Phone, and you're like, holy, like, I'm uncomfortable watching this. Luckily, the kids. I'm not going to ruin it, but they get their revenge. But <laughs> an amazing, the actor in that the. The adult Ethan protagonist, Hawk. huh? Ethan, Ethan Hawk. Yeah. Again, how do you? Mm. Ethan Hawk is a great actor. I, I love Ethan Hawk. Yeah, and he played a great psychopath in that same way that a uh, Christian Bale does. An uh, American Psycho. Yeah, I watched that again. Re- I watched that recently. That's too. A good. It was good. It put me in a bad mood. It put me in <laughs> not in a, not in a good mood. I went I to the gym twice that. that day because I had to get that out of my head. That's fair. Why? Yeah. Cause it just put me in a bad mood. Yeah. I don't oh. know. But even that though, I've it's, it's cool it. though. That I should have watched Bottle Rocket. <laughs> I'll just say that. And then I watched Before the Devil Knows You're Dead because that was I heard that that's a movie I should watch. I didn't need to watch that either. Those two movies in the same day, a double feature with those is not good for me at that moment in my life at that time. Well, and I think that's was the that important the day part. Was that the day you had a really of, bad day? No, but it was oh. leading up to it. So, you know, I'm oh, sure it played a probably role. Probably contributed. The full moon's in Saturn, by the way. That's why there's so many big emotions. Do you know what retrograde means? Yeah, it's spinning the wrong way. Well, it's not spinning the wrong way. It's it spinning the like opposite spinning direction the relative to us. Yeah. I didn't know that until recently. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. What sign are you, Derek? Doug? Derek? <laughs> Who? <laughs> uh, according to the actual accurate... Ugh, reading of the astro- astrological no it's not it's actually the right way no it's um, not i am not i'm an aquarius whatever that is 
well, if you look at how astrology works, <laughs> it's if, where if you look it's at where physics. the consta- <laughs> it's where the constellation passes through the path the path of the sun on the day you were born. Mm-hmm. So it it was in a different place three thousand years ago when they were written down, but it was in the same, but it was in the place they've been adjusted now, and it was the place exactly where it was. So I'm an Aquarius when I was born. On this physical plane of reality at this mm. time do you space. know what is the smallest shortest sign the new one no because they the 13th I, I, one? I don't think they actually put the 13th one in do that did they i don't know i, I don't you know. don't follow this no i think it's scorpio i, I follow it enough to be I think scorpio is this the shortest window. i follow it enough to be like because it's kind of aquarius being an aquarius is pretty cool when i found that out i was like <laughs> i mean it's, i'll take it's, that i'll it's take very, that over pisces so, it's very aquarius uh, of you to do <laughs> Even though you read both of them, and they both kind of describe me to the same degree. Yeah, they all describe everybody. Like, yeah. You're such a ruiner. I do, but I I believe it. See, this is the thing. If you you find joy in it, though, like, that's, I'm not going to hate you for that. I will hate you if you literally live your life by what's in the little, like, on the daily ones. Stop. Daily horoscopes are silly, but I just The other ones aren't, though. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> well, well they're fun because they are silly they're fun because it, yeah. it is because we are ascribing some weird purpose and sense of direction to this very like i will say i buy the moon and like localized planets having an impact on us more than i necessarily buy the constellation theory oh well i would 100 percent agree with that yeah that at like, least that at least has some basis and potential reality yeah like i i i think if the moon moves the tides and we're made of water how can you say it doesn't First have off, any doesn't sort move of the tides you? earth is flat i said it here doug actually the flat earthers are really fun to not fun it gets bad but it's really interesting to hear about all of the conspiracy theories that are around flat earth theory yeah. that they also believe in or don't believe in i don't know why do they always use uh um <laughs> can't even you can't even get it out. <laughs> no. Uh why why do they always use the lenses with like the really tiny focal point when they take pictures of Earth, you know? It's not actually that flat. It's not actually that curved, you know? The fisheye lenses that they always use. Well, that's because you know bitches love a fisheye lens, that's why. What are we filming a skateboard Realtors video? <laughs> love a fisheye lens. Come on, nobody. You didn't get that? I get it. What are we filming a Beastie Boys music video? Yeah. <laughs> See, I hype you up. All right. <laughs> it's a terrible skateboard video. I appreciate it, but I don't need it. You know what? Good for you. Oh my god. <laughs> uh, so can we start this or end this? Or oh yeah, let's start here. <laughs> Welcome to Casting Light, a podcast uh, by Guiding Light.